There's so many stories that need to be told because most of them are hidden for whatever reason. People tend not to share some stories and people share too many stories. The reality is stories are powerful. Narratives are powerful. What we have to figure out how to do is to tell the story and make it have a meaningful impact and not hide behind the story of who you are, where you are at this point in your life. Welcome to another episode of the Care More Podcast. I'm your host, Reggie Butler. It's good being with you. I'm, I'm, as I'm listening to other people's stories as they navigate their life journeys, it is really interesting how some people have created narratives in their head that say maybe they don't belong, maybe they are being othered for some reason. I have these stories that people say it's um, I'm the victim. Other stories where it's pure accomplishment an achievement. And as I listened to all these stories, it became really evident that not a lot of people know how to tell a story. Which is interesting, because stories are powerful. Some of the most well-crafted stories have actually changed the minds and hearts of people. Some well-crafted stories win elections. Some well-crafted stories transform a person from whatever addiction they're dealing with. A well-crafted story can change your life. So well-crafted stories, like how do you actually do that? Um, first of all, we've got to understand one thing that your story, those of you listening right now, your story is important. I'll say that again. And really pay attention to this. Your story is important. And it is worth being told. You're supposed to want to tell your story. It has to be a reason. It has to have relevance to it. It has to change something, whether it's changing you or changing the listener. Your story is important and worth being told. There is no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside you. Maya Angelou said that. And I, want you, I want you to think about those of you who are choosing not to tell a story. There is no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside of you. Find the story, craft the story, tell the story, because your story matters. Steve Saint uh, once said that your story is the greatest legacy that you will leave to your friends. It's the longest lasting legacy you will leave to your heirs. Tell your story. It matters. You're beautiful. You're complex. It's nuanced. Life is ever-changing, and the story changes and evolves with you. Tell your story. So you can't expect people to make a change or specifically have people understand you or even want to spend time with you without telling your story. Think about that. Think about some of the best relationships you've ever been in. One of the ways that relationship started off was through a story. A story you told, a story you told whether it was about, your, about yourself, a story you told whether it was about yourself or about an experience you had, you still were telling a story. And it pulled that person into your universe. They became closer to you. And even if they challenged you, even if they asked you questions about your story, it still solidified the relationship. After all, no one knows your story other than you. 
and you get to edit it on any given day. And I'll, I'll pose this to you. It's, a, it's, a, it's kind of scary when you think about it this way. Without your story in the world, who are you? Without your story in the world, who are you? I really want you to listen in this podcast as I give you a couple of tips and techniques. Every, different things work for different people. I'm trying to get you to understand that your story is important. It's worth telling. And without your story, who are you? So in this episode, we'll explore a little bit of the power of storytelling and why you have to build confidence and take ownership of your story. So let's think about this. Go back in time. Who's the original you? Sometimes we're just images or uh, versions of other people, other people's thoughts, other people's feelings. We're not really ourselves. People say, be your authentic self. What story is attached to your authentic self? I suggest you go back into time and try to get to that place where you recognize your original you. For some of us, it's much younger in our life. For some of us, it's later in our life. I remember for me, my original you was when I, I had the joy of playing music. When I was eight years old and I was sitting at a piano and I was just in sheer bliss. Loved playing the music, loved hearing the harmonies, loved the intricacies of classical music. I will never forget it. That's the beginning of my origin story where I found my joy and my happiness and my genius song. And as I looked around my story at that time, my parents were with me. The rest of my family were with me and people supported me. Those were good times. That's a good story. But the story changed and pivoted over time because of who I am and where I was at that point in my life. Those of you who know me, you know I sit in the diversity, equity, and inclusion justice space. And as a young black child trying to navigate the classical music genre, and being um, recognized and known, there wasn't a lot of access points for me to get there. So my story started to shift just a little bit. My father decided, hey, there may not be a place in this world for you in classical music, but you can certainly still keep your love of music, and why don't we switch genres of music? As a matter of fact, I'll support you, I'll become your manager, we can create a band. So now you have little Reggie who went from classical music into other types of music, blues, rock and roll, pop. I had a dance band, did it for years. Again, lots of joy. That's all part of my story. And at some point, I realized there wasn't a commercial benefit to being in that band to live my entire life through. So I had to switch the storyline and move into corporate spaces. Did I still have joy? Not the same type, but I found a different type of joy by using my voice, by using my voice to help each other, to help other people help themselves, to inspire people. My story shifted over time, so I'm telling you, your story is important. The question is, is which part of the story matters to whoever the listener is? So when you do your story, I always want you to highlight the importance of the individual story and why it's being told in the first place. Always remember that. Your story is worth telling, but it matters when you tell it and in what environment. And stories have points to them. So sometimes telling the story is about sharing knowledge. Great. Tell your story, share the knowledge, and then stop. 
Sometimes your story is about sharing an experience. So you're explaining your story through the lens of an experience you had. That's the point of the story that day. And then stop. At other times, it's sharing a perspective, a point of view. So use that story. Could be the exact same story, but the lens through which you're looking is to shape and share a perspective, a point of view. So you get three different points to a story. One is sharing knowledge, one is sharing an experience, and the other is sharing a perspective. Great. People have a point to your stories. Stories don't matter if they don't have a point. Now, we also know that the natural side of storytelling, you also, no matter which version that I just shared with you, sharing knowledge, sharing an experience, or sharing a perspective, it is all about creating a connection and strengthening a relationship. That's the point. You're trying to create a connection with someone through the stories you tell. So whether it's the stories about something that's going on at work, about a challenge you've overcome, about an obstacle you've faced, about how you've helped somebody else or how someone else has helped you, whatever the point is, it's to strengthen a relationship and create a connection. So let's, let's, let's pivot just a little bit into why is sharing your story in the workplace important? So let's think about that and put it into the context of why wouldn't I share my story? Like what's stopping me from sharing who I am, where I am at this point in my life? It is possible that the narrative identity you have inside of you has told you not to share the story. I need you to push back and understand it is, if your story is important, and like I said earlier, what's the point of you? How will someone know you if they don't know your story? Then sharing versions of your story at work is critically important to strengthen a relationship and a connection. That's why we tell stories in the workplace, to get someone to go beyond knowing you on a team and to understanding you as a human to get somebody from just knowing you on a team to understanding you as a human. Because when they do that, you have more access to being productive, to experiencing joy, to wanting to be engaged with other people. It's because of the story you told. So make sure you, you decide what workplace story about your personal you is worth sharing in a workplace setting. It could be just sharing knowledge. It could be sharing an experience. It could be sharing a perspective. Doesn't matter which lens you look through, as long as in the workplace, you are creating a connection and strengthening the relationship. Because you can't progress in any workplace environment without relationships. You cannot do it by yourself. Now, sometimes when we share a story, we know this happens, it backfires. Be honest, it does. And. It backfired. So then it gives you the opportunity to go back, look at your story, look at the pieces of the story, and be able to answer the question, what should I have left out? What needed to be shortened? What part should I have expounded on? What pieces belong in a different story? Hear how I am using the words right now. Stories don't actually backfire. They just didn't have a clear Point. And so while we tell ourselves that story didn't work, the reality is it did 
because you got a reaction. You may not have gotten the response you wanted. So put yourself in this mindset of all stories matter. Am I being really clear with myself on the importance of that story and the point of the story with this particular audience, with this particular person on this particular day? Because a story that worked on Tuesday does not mean it will work on Friday with the exact same person. And sometimes you have to tell your story in multiple dimensions. You have to tell it over an arc of time. You have to tell it with other people in it. Sometimes you tell the same story, you remove the people from it and just talk about the situation. It's powerful when you understand how to take a story and turn it into something of meaning. Turn it into something that is relevant. Turn it into something that matters. When I told you the story earlier of me being a classically trained pianist and being in my joy space and then I had a band, then I moved into corporate spaces, I want people to understand when I tell stories like that, it pulls them toward me because those who are connected to music in any way will want to learn more about me in the band side of my life because they like music. Those who are interested in classical music would want to talk to me about that portion of my life those that are in corporate spaces in the later parts of their life may go, oh, that's that other side of Reggie we didn't know anything about. It connects to different people in different ways, and it's the same story. I have other stories, though, and it depends on who I'm with and how I tell it and how long that story lasts. Because stories don't always have to be told all at once in one setting. We can spread stories out. It's called series. How many times have you been with somebody and they, they tell you a story a little bit about a journey they were on, and then the next time they talk, they continue that journey? That's, that's intentional. That's well-crafted. Because some people, think about this, can't take your full story in one setting. And I want you to be okay with that because you are complex, you are nuanced, you are beautiful, you're badass, like, all that stuff in one story is kind of hard for people to digest. So we'll, we'll, we'll think about what's the right version of the story and how much do I tell on this given day? Because what you are looking for, and I think what we all recognize, is that stories are what carry our legacies on for generations. It's through story. The understanding of social structures and concepts and constructs comes from stories, how we interpret and translate our social agreements that we have with each other comes from stories. Stories matter. Data matter. But the strongest data is always accompanied by a strong story. So I need you to build confidence in yourself. You got to be open and you got to be vulnerable in a way that your story, when you tell it, you don't actually harm yourself. So I'm not asking you to relive a trauma in any type of way. I'm asking you to own your story, understand the parts that may have a micro trauma in it, and learn how to navigate that. Because the maturity of you comes in the telling of your story in a more evolved way. So lean into that vulnerability with yourself. And don't forget, it's okay to practice and tell your story out loud. Also, know your audience. Determine what's relevant to share with them so that they can get to next because of your story. Don't ever try to tell a story and make the audience stall. Meaning, 
you started telling your story and whatever direction the audience was moving toward, they were trying to end the meeting, they were trying to come to a solution on a, on a project or a problem, you started telling your story and you watched everybody just stall because you told your story. That meant you didn't have clarity on the point of your story or the timing. It also meant you didn't understand your audience. Also, when you tell your story, there's something that goes along with just telling it. You also have to actively listen and see how people are responding to your story. Because storytelling is, is, a, is a dialogue, actually. It's you talking and then people responding and listening, whether it's through body language or emojis in a virtual environment, any number of things. But storytelling isn't, it's not just you talking. It's a dialogue. The best stories create dialogue. Your lived experiences are the total embodiment of all of your stories. Your own lived experiences, every piece of it. All your stories, your lived experiences, they're diverse and they're already rich with no added layers. So why add all the layers? If you're doing it for effect, make sure the effect has a point. Own your story. Choose your timing. And I want to move over to leaders just for a second. Anybody who you know, leads a team, leads a project, leads in their family, this is for you. You do realize, leaders, you have to create safe spaces where people are welcome and encouraged to share their story. I don't think leaders do that nearly enough. I think we listen to stories by accident when potentially it is so divisive or disrupting that we have no choice but to listen. Leaders, I'm asking you to create safe spaces. I'm asking you to create spaces where people don't have to second guess whether or not their story belongs in that room. Leaders do that. Most of you have heard me talk, you know I talk about psychological safety a lot. You have to build psych safety with people enough for them to want to tell their stories. If someone's trying to give the contribution of their story, which is a level of psych safety, contributor safety, if someone's making a contribution to a team, you're saying, let's do some team bonding, let's do some team building, and someone's contributing their story, and you don't acknowledge or validate that story, then you have actually disrupted their ability to have psych safety in that type of environment. What if someone is telling their story and it's about something that is going on in their life, in real time, at this moment, within their community? And leaders, you make the choice because you don't know how to handle the story to not even acknowledge what's going on. Building psych safety requires you, leader to not only listen and create the space, but also to engage. So leaders, you're supposed to engage and be that responsive participant in the story that makes that person feel the first level of psychological safety, which is inclusion safety. Most people, most people, not all, but most people love to be in an environment where their story can be seen and heard, valued and not judged. Leaders, that's your job. I wanted you all to think about some of these things and just sort of give yourself a little bit of an action plan. Don't forget, what's the point of your story? Is it to share knowledge or share an experience or share a perspective? Don't forget you're always trying to create a connection and strengthen a relationship. On the side, after you finish listening to this, just sort of 
put yourself into this mindset. Do you have the confidence to tell your story? What's going to give you confidence to tell your story? Is it practicing it with someone else? Is it crafting it in a different way? Is it recording it and listening back to it to see if you even like the story yourself? Is it writing it? Some of us love to write and journal. Whatever it is, I need you to find your confidence to tell your story and not hide your story from the world because your story matters. Do you believe it though? Do you believe your story is worth telling? Do you believe your story matters? I'm telling you what. Pick the story that does. Tell it. You will gain confidence. The more we are practiced in this area, the better we get. Do you actually believe your story matters? I'm telling you it does. You are important. You are in this world. Your story matters. And you get to choose which one to tell. Always figure out why telling it is important at any given moment. And I'll do this from a sort of healing point of view. Telling your story actually helps you. Your own story in a reflective version as you craft it impacts you. It gets you toward this sense of well-being and understanding more of yourself every time you tell it. Because every time you tell a story, you learn more about yourself while you're telling it. Because different messages come up, different lessons are revealed every time you tell the story. Every time I've told my story about being a musician and then moving into corporate America, I recognized that in corporate America, the reason I was able to lead a team, the reason I understand how to create team connection is because when I was with the band, it was a bunch of musicians who all had to get along, find out how to synchronize together, find the rhythm together. And I led that. I did that as a musician. And we were good. People talked about us all the time. We always got hired. We were always playing, always good. And I understood by having that story in my life shaped how I lived my story when I started leading teams inside organizations. I'll never forget Oprah Winfrey always, she said this, your personal story is your truth and that is your power. I believe that. Your story is your truth. And that's where your powers come from. I, I'll, I'll leave you with a thing to think about. If you don't think your story matters right now, I want you to think about why you are where you are right now. And it's probably because of someone else's story that you are part of. You wouldn't be where you are if you weren't in someone else's story. So own your stories, my friends. Own your stories, live your truth, speak what matters to you. Don't worry about whether the world accepts it. That's not where you should spend your time. I want you to spend the time accepting your own truth, your own story, and come from a place of power. We all need your story in this world today. So I'm going to leave you this time. Go find somebody to share your story with, even if that person you go to find is a little bit of inner reflection with yourself. Sharing your story builds trust. 
It promotes inclusion. You may be the first person someone has ever met or worked with that has a story like yours. It enhances team collaboration. It builds deeper connection. Your story is one of a kind. It's one of a kind. Sharing your story can help shape the life you want to live and impact all dimensions of life. Personal, work, relationships, community. Your story matters.